Hey, everybody. Welcome to Sunday Service. Here we are, February 6th. We are going to be giving away two iPhones tonight, two iPhones. Um, why are we doing this? Because we can and we want to and it's fun. That's why we're doing it. I got a great DM today. Um, I'm so excited. I was like so blown away by this. Somebody remembered. I was driving through a neighborhood a long time ago and I saw these guys working in this neighborhood doing landscape. And what I ended up doing is I was like, hey, you guys have lunch? You guys have drinks? You guys are all set? And they're like, no, not really. We don't know what we're going to do. And I stopped by. I buy them Schlotzkys and Gatorades. And I go, I go grab it. I bring, back, I bring them back. And then I hired them to do some side work for me. And I ended up going like five or six houses down. And we ended up cleaning up somebody's, some old lady's yard that couldn't clean up her yard. And we just did it for free and helped her out, cleaned up a bunch of trash for her paid those guys like more money on that three hour job than they made all day long. And then here we are a long time later, this guy DMs me on Instagram. He's like, are you the guy that stopped by and gave us power aids and, and uh, Schlotzky's Della is like, yeah, that, that was me. So anyway, we're just like doing fun stuff and helping people out in the community. And you guys know me, I'm a crazy iPhone guy. Um, I don't like doing deals with people that have green bubbles because it takes forever to communicate with you guys. Um, so today we're going to be giving away some iPhones, which will be cool. Um, all right. So as far as JV goes, tonight's topic is we are going to talk about how to joint venture with other people. When you're brand new in this business or really even in this business at all, joint ventures are nearly a requirement. And when you're brand new, what does a joint venture mean? Like what, does, what exactly is a joint venture? A joint venture is where I find somebody that I can bring value to, okay? And value comes in the form of a couple of different things, which I'll go into in a couple of minutes. But I find somebody I can bring value to, and we do a deal together. And that would be called a joint venture, right? Instead of us becoming partners, we just do what is called a joint venture. Now, Cody and I, the first several deals, in fact, months and months and months of deals, Cody and I did joint ventures before we ever became partners. And so, Doing joint ventures actually helps you along the way to decide whether you want to partner with somebody long-term or not. So when you're brand new, we're going to talk about how you can joint venture with people, okay? Um, Doug Gilmer says, once an, uh, once an Android user, always an Android user. You know what, man? I, I believe in, I have hope for everybody, okay? That's like saying, um, you know, you didn't know real estate, so you got to stay out of real estate for the rest of your life. Come on, man. There's hope for everybody. We're going to get you converted. We, I promise you, we're going to get you converted. What's up, brother? How are you doing? Yo, good. How are you? You got your iPhone start. You got your um, um, microphone started real good right out of the gate, dude. I love it. Okay. You're already having internet work, internet issues over that house, bro. Oh, here we are. Now now you're looking crispy. I don't know. The only thing you can do really to fix that is just hardwire your computer into the wall. Just getting connected here. Okay, got it. Cool. Um, so tonight, uh, Cody, we're going to be talking about joint ventures. Love it. Love so it. when you when I mean, you first started out, your first deal was that's with, a, I mean that's a foundation for how most people get started in their business. Honestly, how did you get your first deal? Was it a joint venture? Yeah, I mean, uh, one of the first deals that I ever did was, and I talked about it on a Sunday service a couple of weeks ago. Um, this guy Frank Kelly gave me a list of pre foreclosures, told me to just go knock on them, and I said okay. So I knocked on them, and I found a seller that. Um, was motivated, didn't know what to do with them, but I knew they were motivated and their house looked like crap. And I'm like, this looks like a good opportunity, but I don't know what to do with it. So I brought it to that Frank guy and he brought me in as part of the deal. And I was able to learn through that whole process and made some yeah. money on the back end of it. So that's a, that's a big part for people that are like, I want to get started in this business, but I don't have a lot of money. I don't have a mentor. I don't have a community. I don't have any of that kind of stuff. Where do I get started? And they think that the way to get started is go get your real estate license, which is, in my opinion, the worst thing you could do. Um, 
but I, you know, maybe there's different personalities, different, whatever. But for me, if you just want to go out and get a deal, the last thing you need is a real estate license. So we're going to talk about what are some of the things that I can bring to the table, Cody, if I have never done a deal before, what should I do? Is there a way I can provide value to people that are doing deals? Or is there a way maybe I can bring leads to people who are doing deals and we can do a joint venture? What does that look like? Like, how do I get started in this business? Yeah. I mean, uh, for, for most people, the investors that are doing deals and that you want to be able to do deals with, they are more than happy to get deal opportunities brought to you. I mean, one of the perfect examples is, you know, Kevin, is it Cho? I don't want to say his last name wrong. Yeah, Kevin Cho. Cho. Okay, perfect. So Kevin Cho has been spending some time in our office over the last couple of weeks and, you know, he's just working. Like he's, he's trying to work to find sellers that have motivation that definitely need to sell. And whenever he has those opportunities and, you know, it looks like there could be an offer put together for him. He literally just asks me, Hey, what should I, what should I buy this for? And I just give him a number. He goes and sees if he can get the deal done or even somebody on our team to help him actually get that deal done. So what is that value that Kevin's bringing is he's bringing a deal opportunity that if, if it's a deal that works out, our company has a chance to buy that. And if we get a chance to buy that, that's worth it all day long to us to be able to buy more rentals, to be able to buy fix and flips. I mean, that's that's what the investors that are doing deals want to do is they want to do more deals. So if you're bringing those opportunities, that that's a great way to you know segue into those relationships as well. Yeah, I love that. Um, so Kevin, you say Kevin Cho is working on deals. What does that mean specifically? Is he cold calling people? I know exactly the list he's focusing on. That's what I'm trying to gear towards. If I'm brand new, what list should I focus on? And like, where should I go to find these so-called leads or deals? Yeah. So, I mean, I know he's, I know he's focusing specifically on pre-foreclosures. Um, and the reason why those are great to start with guys is they have raised their hand voluntarily or involuntarily that, Hey, I have some sort of situation going on where I am unable to make my mortgage payments for one reason or another. And so there, there's some sort of solution that needs to be had with, with those individuals that are in that situation. And so Kevin's working those pre-foreclosures, meaning calling them. He has a friend of his helping door knock some of those people that are in pre-foreclosure and just starting conversations with them with, you know, figuring out whether they actually have a solution to their situation or, you know, maybe selling might be the right solution for them. Okay, cool. So I'm going to show you guys, I'm going to give you guys a video, a link to a video where Cody and I just did this a couple weeks ago. Let me copy the link real quick so I can give it to you guys. This is a really big deal for a lot of people that don't understand. We really do work our guts out to make sure you guys have the value that you need. Um, it's just kind of up to you whether you actually take advantage of it or not. So here's a video we did probably two months ago. I'll do a, a screen share for you. So this video right here, you guys will see Cody and I actually coming in here. It was a live we did a couple months ago and you can see us pulling the foreclosure list and we actually gave that foreclosure list away. Okay, so during this live, we went to multiple markets, we pulled the foreclosure list, and then we gave it away. So what I would do is I would go, the link is right there in the side chat, I just dropped it in there. I would go and watch that YouTube video of exactly where should I find um, a foreclosure list, because that's what Kevin Cho is currently working on. Now, here's what Cody also said, and we'll break this down. Cody said, Kevin Cho just came into our office and he was like, I'm just going to work in your office, but the value I'm going to bring to you is I'm going to bring you leads. So we've got somebody right here that asked the question. Um, they said, um, sorry guys, I want to make sure I pull this one up because I want to hi highlight the people asking really, really good questions. Somebody said, what's the best way to start a relationship with a wholesaler? And guys, Cody and I are kind of unicorns, to be honest we do just about everything, right? So we do fix and flip. So Cody, are we cash buyers? Yes. Okay. But we wholesale too. Yes, sir. So somebody can be a wholesaler and a cash buyer at the same time. hundred percent. 
everyone has a buy box, you know, everyone's going to buy different stuff. You know, some people love development land deals. Some people love only single family home deals. Some buyers love only buying manufactured homes and mobile homes. I mean, everybody's got a little bit different buy box. So it's just having different tools on the tool belt. But you're saying if, um, let's say you and I are direct to seller, meaning we're calling sellers directly, we're having these conversations, we mm -hmm. find a deal that we don't want, but it's still a deal that somebody else would buy, we're obviously going to wholesale that deal. Is that correct? Yeah, 100%. I mean, there's going to be somebody else that wants it. If the deal makes sense, the numbers make sense. But it's just maybe it's in a location that doesn't make sense for us where our crew doesn't want to drive that far to go to that deal, right? So, I mean, there's a lot of different situations, but yeah, 100%. Okay. So guys, there's only three ways to make money in real estate. Okay. As a real estate investor. And let's remind ourselves, no offense to real estate agents, mobile notaries, title and escrow officers, closing attorneys, inspectors, um, lenders. They are not in real estate. They are a service provider of people who are in real estate. Okay. So some people will say, well, I can make money in real estate by listing properties as a real estate agent. I'm like, no, you did not make money in real estate. You made money as a service provider for somebody else who is in real estate. A wholesaler is in real estate. Okay, You are marketing, you are assigning your rights to a property. So technically you had the legal rights to a property and you assign that interest to somebody else. That's wholesaling. That's the first way to make money. The second way to make money is to develop or fix and flip. Okay. Developing and fixing and flipping is essentially the same thing. It's adding a piece of, it's adding value to a property after you buy it and then flipping it to a new buyer that wants a property that has its full renovations done. And the third way to make money is to hold property long-term and use one of multiple strategies in terms of holding, which could be Airbnb, corporate rentals, could be owning a hospital, could be owning commercial real estate like a weed you know, dispensary or whatever it is, it doesn't matter. The third way to make money in real estate is holding. And so Cody and I do all three of those. We bought, we direct to wholesale, we direct a seller wholesale. So we communicate and sell deal or do deals with sellers. We JV in that same category and we wholesale. Okay. So we're, we're, we're wholesaling deals weekly all the time. We do a good amount of fix and flip. I wouldn't say we're the biggest fix and flipper in the nation, but I'd say we probably do anywhere between 40 to 65 flips a year, somewhere in there. And then Cody and I buy on average, I'd say we buy one com combined between all of our companies and you know us buying individually. Cody and I buy at least one long-term rental per week, at least. And so, um, you know, this year, I bet you Cody and I will buy 10 to $15 million minimum in real estate combined between all of our businesses. So we do all of it. Okay. Um, Ooh, this is a good, this might be a good question. What are some different ways a new investor or wholesaler can jump in with students? So in a very easy way to start, let's say I'm brand new and I don't know how to bring value. I don't even have leads that I'm generating yet. Okay, let's say, let's say I'm brand new. I don't even know what a lead is. I don't even know what a foreclosure is. I don't even know what the heck any of this stuff is. How can I provide value to somebody if I don't know anything? I don't know my butt from a hole in the ground. How do, how do I bring value? I mean, there's a lot of things that you can do. I, I, I got a really obvious one while you think about that. Here's the most obvious one. Go and work for somebody as an acquisition guy, right? Go on to somebody else's wholesale team and go, I want to work for you. I will call your leads. I want to be trained by you. And I want to do deals with you under your supervision and let you make the majority of the money. Legit. Like if you can't go anywhere else and you don't have money for marketing and you want to get plugged into a business, go find a sub two student, go find one of Cody and my mastermind students um, and plug in, actually work for somebody, which is counterintuitive to basically everything we talk about. Because, um, bro, I have something I want to talk to you about, by the way. I, I had this crazy epiphany today on this morning Zoom. I, I never thought about this. I know it sounds so stupid and rudimentary that I never thought about this, but I want to get to something in a minute. Okay. So a really obvious thing, if I'm brand new, a great way to JV with somebody is go, hey, sub two student, you're trained. Zero to hero student, you're trained. You have some momentum. I don't have any momentum. I want to basically ride your coattails. Can I come and work for you? I will give you a year. Okay. 
I will give you a year. Oh, check this out. This is a great, because this is a tie into exactly what I'm saying, right? Myron Riley says, I love to bring, um, hold on, hold on. That's not the right one. Here we go. Willie Yarza, who I actually met for the first time yesterday in San Diego. He says, when I was super broke for budget, I didn't have money to do my own marketing. I just did acquisitions for up to five people until I got my, I got on my feet. So a really great way to get started in this business, guys. Who in this, I know that some people are watching this after it's been recorded and I know some people are watching it live and some people are watching it on a 10 minute lag because they just tuned in. But fill up the comments and let's talk about who in here needs to go and work for somebody else for their first six months to a year. And that's perfectly fine. Because I'm going to tell you a quick story. And Cody, I want to hear some other things that people can do besides go work for somebody else in just a minute while I, I say this point. So we've got a student. His name is Munif. Okay. Munif tries to get into real estate for basically two years. He puts a second mortgage against his house to pay for all these mentorships. Never does a deal. He comes into the sub two mentorship, starts cranking deals. He's now been in the mentorship, I think half a year, quits his job, doing incredibly well. What he's done better than doing deals, which I'm very proud of him on all the deals he's done, but I'm uh, the thing that I was very impressed with by Munif is he started taking other sub two students under his wing to work for him and there was one student in particular that also was struggling to get his first deal for two years before he joined the mentorship because he was trying to do it as a principal of his own business with very little experience. And he was spending money on marketing and doing all this kind of stuff and didn't have daily accountability, didn't have all that kind of stuff. Joins the mentorship, finds Munif. Uh, Munif um, runs a lot of our bonus Zooms inside of the mentorship. So he finds Munif. And within like a week or two, gets his first deal just working underneath Munif. And so I said, that is the most important check you ever got. And he goes, dude, I'm so proud of this. I only made $1,600. I'm like, you only made $1,600? That might as well be a million dollars because that's a mindset shift. You now can turn that paradigm to, is this possible? To, this is possible because you went and worked for somebody else. And so there's a major opportunity for people that they sleep on that all they have to do is go, can I go work for you and pace Cody? Hey, can I work for you, Myron? Hey, can, hey, Munif, can I work for you? You have the leads, you have the systems, you have the, this, let me just call your leads for you. And now the second part of that is that people go, well, I don't know how to call leads. Well, guys, that's the point of working for somebody. They're going to onboard you. They're going to train you and they're going to let you call on your leads. It was kind of like what happened with Tino. Tino went and tried to run his own wholesale operation, right? For like a year. Couldn't get a deal closed. He came and worked for us. And how many days did it take for Tino to get a deal underneath my sales guidance? I mean, that was it was within a week. And it was it was that East Mesa 55 plus home deal. I don't remember the street address, but I remember I remember the deal. Really good memory. I remember the temperature of how cold it was when we walked into the house because it was early January. <laughs> I remember it was two years ago now. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's two years. Yeah. Wow. Bro, we have no time. We got to work faster. Life is going by too fast. Holy crap, that was two years ago. Yeah, it's crazy. So Tino, that was day three underneath our tutelage. And he was like, I've never seen a contract signed in person. This just, he, he was like, dude, just watching you sign the contract in person and watching you walk through the contract with the seller in person was all I needed to know. And all I needed to see that this was a real business. And now Tino's off doing his own thing, raising his own capital, doing his own deals, doing all that kind of stuff. Cody and I are ob obviously proud of what we're able to do with acquisition people but guys, that's sometimes where a lot of people should start. Okay, go work for somebody else. There's massive, massive benefit in doing that. And I know that there's a lot of sub two students in here that are like medium wave Dave and some other students are like, yo, I'm hiring. I need people. I need warm bodies, people that are ready to do it. So make sure if you're a sub two student in here, you tell people, yo, 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 I am, I'm hiring. So before I pass it on to Cody for a minute, because I'm curious of what other ideas Cody has of what I can do to provide value. 
I want to remind you guys that at the end of tonight's show, we're going to be giving away two iPhones. And we're not talking about them cheap-ass $1,000 iPhones. We're talking about $1,900 iPhones. Like, I'll buy the nicest iPhone with, like, 500 gigabytes of data or um, memory, and I'll even pay for a two-year warranty for this phone for you. So make sure you guys stick to the end. We're going to be giving away two iPhones. So, Cody, what else can I do for somebody other than work for them if I'm brand new? So one of the things that I tried to do when I was brand new is find out what people actually wanted. So talking to investors that were actually doing deals, I didn't, you don't need to know everything about everything, but just the example of a pre-foreclosure. And if you don't know what that is, it doesn't matter. What you do know is that you can get in a car, you can, you can pull up addresses on your maps, you can plug those addresses in, drive to their doors, knock on their door, and read a script that some other investor gave you. And if they are interested, you can get another investor in there to do everything else that you don't understand how to do. Like that, that was literally the, the first deal that I got was from doing that. And I didn't, I knew what a pre foreclosure was because I was a realtor, but I didn't understand how to solve their situation. This particular seller was like, Yeah, I got this lien. I have this access lien. There's a child support lien on the property. I need to clear those. I'm filing bankruptcy. I'm like, All of this stuff was like, I had no idea what she was talking about, but I'm just like, Uh huh. Yeah, no, we could help you with all that. I, did, I had no idea <laughs> if we could, but I'm like, Yeah, we can help you with that. And then I, I like, you know, I called Frank and I'm like, hey, this lady's got all this stuff going on. Can you help her with this? I told her we could, but can you? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Came over and I got to watch him like similar to the way that Pace was talking about that with Tino as I sat there and watched him talk to this lady about how to solve all of her problems that I didn't understand how to solve. And then also looking at this property, it had so much damage. There was water damage. The roof was leaking. The pool was destroyed. There was like, you know, destroyed cars in the backyard. And I'm like, I don't know how much this is going to cost to fix all this stuff. I don't know construction, but he's like, oh yeah, the, you know, it'll cost da, 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 da. So I learned about construction. I learned about the negotiations. I learned about solving some different lien situations on the property and got to watch the contract get signed and watch that, you know, project from start to finish. And the, again, like Pace is talking about, you don't need to know everything. You literally just need to be you able actually, to- You actually technically shouldn't know everything. You, If you know everything, that means you started about five years too late because you know how long it takes for you to know everything? Five years. I mean, do you still, do you know everything, Cody? No, I still learn stuff. Like there's still weird scenarios and situations of weird crap that I learn. And I'm like, interesting. I didn't know that that was possible. I mean, because there's so much to, I mean, there, there is so much to learn in real estate, but just under, you don't even need to need to know the basics. You need to know a who that does know what they're doing. That's the most important part. The first subject to deal that I was ever a part of pace. I don't know. I'm sure you know him, Brian Hout. I didn't even know what subject two was. And I brought him this weird little condo in, uh, in Mesa that I didn't know what to do with. A few, like this was years ago. But I, he's like, oh, yeah, this is a good subject two deal. And I'm like, oh, a, a sub what deal? What? And then he's like, oh, no, 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 don't worry about it. He's like, can you set me up an appointment? And I'm like, I could call him and set him up and say that we could help you help them. Sure. So I set up an appointment and watched that process happen. And I was, and I didn't even know what was going on, but I still ended up getting a check for that deal. So that's, that's the thing that I think people just overcomplicate too much is they think they need to know everything. You don't need to know everything. You just need to know someone that knows the things that you need to know and you can follow their lead. And that's a way with obviously without working for somebody, but working deals, meaning talking to people about their problems and then just going, who do I know that can solve this maybe? And having those conversations. Yeah, I love it. So um, guys, we're going to be doing a, a, an upcoming training with my wife and my son. Okay. Um, my wife finds, how many deals do you think a, a year Laura finds for us? I mean, any, depending on 20 year. Maybe? Yeah, 20. I'd say about 20. Okay, so Laura finds about 20 deals a year for our, for our business, which we typically will fix and flip. And 
what we're going to do is we're going to show you guys how Laura doesn't do any marketing. She doesn't talk to any sellers and she just brings Co Cody and I deals one to two a month. Okay. It's not always two a month, but sometimes it's three in a month and then one the next month. Right. Mm -hmm. So, and she does that. How much, how much time do you literally think she's spending on finding these deals? Like, per I mean, I would guess, but you know, Laura can probably tell me. 10, 10 hours a month but oh. for all of them. Okay. I was just going to say 10 hours per deal. Them, no, it's like 10 hours per month. Yeah. Okay. So guys, would you want us to do a training, a free training that my wife shows my 13 year old son how to go find these deals and you guys watch exactly how she does it? I, um, if we get enough people, I'll, I'll do it for everybody, but I was planning on just doing it for the sub two students. It's not creative finance related. It's just cash deals. If you guys actually want to show up, we'll do it. Last time we did it, we had people like cranking out deals and they were like, I had no idea it was this simple. Actually, let, Cody, why don't you answer a couple questions in the side chat? I'm going to set up an air meet for this specific thing. Yeah. Am I crazy to set up an air meet for this? My wife's about to give birth and I'm going to like put her into an air meet. That <laughs> sounds like, to, you know, the normal Morby nature. So yeah. I'm a jerk, but you know what? My, I think my wife knows. I, I think it's the right thing to do. What we'll do is we'll do it in like 30 days. How about that? We'll do it in 30 days. I'll set it out for 30 days out. While you do that, I'll, uh, I'll answer this question here. So Jason is asking, are there any advantages to actually having your real estate license if you already have it? Well, Jason, if you already have your real estate license, it's great. You can log into the MLS, which for those that are like, what the heck is the MLS? multiple listing service. Basically, it's just a fancy system that real estate agents can log into because they have their real estate license and look at you know, the active listings. But there's a lot of different tools out there that you can use for that. Um, but just the fact that you have it, that's great. Um, if somebody's asking, hey, should I have my real estate license working uh, as a wholesaler or an investor? I would say no. If it's something that you love the brain damage of doing some side deals, working with buyers and working listings. Amazing. Bless your heart and work with those people. But you don't need to. I, I wouldn't say it's something that you necessarily need to have. Uh, let's see. What other questions do we got, guys? Let's see here. And I, and I started off working as a real estate agent. I did the stupid thing. I got. I wanted to invest in real estate, so I had the bright idea of I am going to get my real estate license. And then I started building this real estate team, and you know, selling a bunch of houses. And I realized over a couple of years of doing that, I got into real estate to invest in real estate. And in two years, I didn't invest in any real estate. I was just helping other people buy and sell real estate. So that that was uh, that was the thing. So let's see. Da -da -da. All right, what, so what? let me sh let me show this just real quick. I, my wife is going to divorce me. She's giving birth, like hopefully tomorrow, and I'm setting her up for a, a Zoom, <laughs> uh, an AirMeet. All right, guys. So there's this software we use. It's called AirMeet.com, and it allows us to all get together and actually speak to you guys. It's better quality than Zoom, which is why we like to use it. I'm going to call this thing call. I'm going to call it teaching a child to get a deal. So if we can teach a child how to get a deal, then we'll teach. We'll be able to teach you guys how to get a deal. I'm going to copy this link. And I'm going to put this in the side chat and we're going to do it in one month from today. Okay. We're going to give you guys 30 days to make sure you put this on your calendar, register for it. You can see right here, um, I'm going to limit it to 500 registrants. And the reason being is because if I allow it to go past um, 500 registrants, um, it will charge us $1 per person to do it on AirMeet. Sometimes we'll get, no joke, I'm not joking you, we've had 4,000 people sign up for some of these things. And then it costs us $3,500 to just have the registrations. And out of that 3,500 like extra people, literally 500 people show up. So I end up spending three grand. So we just learned just to limit it to 500 people. So please be, if you're serious about it, get your spot because it will get booked out um, soon. They always get sold out every single time they get sold out. And so what we're going to do is we're going to show you guys, this is free. It's not creative finance. It's just deals in general. Sometimes they are creative finance deals. Um, but we will show you and, uh, teach you exactly how to go get a deal in less than two hours. I, I will, no joke. I will, 
I will bet a thousand dollars that Laura can find a deal within a two hour time frame on a Sunday night at 5 p.m. If you give her two hours, she can show a, a 13 or 14 year old child how to do that in two hours. Love it. Andrew G says, will it be recorded for sub two students? Yes, it will be recorded. And I will only share the recording with sub two students. Um, Tech Chang says, Pace's air meets are like crack. Yes, they are. Oh but not God. drug crack, butt crack. <laughs> okay, so Denise says she's registered. So make sure you guys get registered in that. It will get um, booked out very, very quickly. Um, Facebook user, um, you can't see the link. It's probably because you're on your Android. Don't worry. We are giving away iPhones tonight, so it'll work <laughs> out just fine. <laughs> um, hey, uh, Wenny, I know you're watching. Wenny is our virtual assistant behind the scenes. Wendy, can you make sure that Kelly knows we're going to be doing an air meet on, let's see, let me pull that up just real quick before we go on to um, more info. We're going to be doing this air meet, Wendy, on Sunday, March 6th. Do you think that's enough time for my my wife to heal and be able to run a Zoom or run an air meet? I mean, I'm hopefully such- she has she has the baby tomorrow, so then she has a, a month. month. Yeah. yeah. No so we're going to do this Sunday, March 6th starting at 5 p.m. Arizona time. Somebody will ask what time. Somebody will also ask, where's the link? Um, I'm copying the link and I'm putting it in the side chat again. Um, can Flip Me students get the recordings? Of course you can. But the smartest thing to do is be there live so you can communicate, hang out with everybody. It'll be a great time. All right. Um, let's see. How many people do we got already registered? Let's let's do that. How about that? Um Let's see. How many people do you think? 100? One, 150. I don't know. Um, 320. Wow. That's this will get, it'll get booked out tonight on this, on this one live, guys. So make sure you guys um, register for that air meet right now. Take some freaking action. Uh, bring your kids, by the way. Bring your wife. Here's the other thing, too, is like, Because if you want to JV with somebody, do what Cody just said. If you put me in the middle of nowhere, Cody, if you and I landed in Kentucky and we had 24 hours to get a deal, would we go cold call and get and generate leads? No, we would reach out to people that are doing deals and looking for deals already. Right. So the first thing we would do is find a buyer. And so what we would do is we'd call on, we'd go on like batchleads.io, use the code PACE for everybody that wants to go back and watch that previous episode. We show you how to find buyers. We would find buyers. We would probably spend two or three hours calling a dozen buyers, having conversations, finding their criteria of what they're looking for. Like this zip code, I want to buy here. I need something under 500,000. Once we know, let's say 10 to 12 buyers, Cody, what would we do now that we have buyers that are willing to buy product or houses, what would we then go do? I mean, once we knew what those people wanted to buy, then we would go reach out to people that are actually getting in the actual deals themselves that are getting those deals, whether it's real estate agents that do investment deals or other wholesalers. Right. So it's pretty simple, guys. This business is incredibly simple for people that don't have a deal. It. What is the only reason why somebody hasn't gotten a real estate deal done if they know this information analysis paralysis i think overthinking you're, everything you're accurate 1000 percent. So analysis paralysis zero action just total consumption no like so what will here's what i'm, I'm going to do for you guys focus financial says uh first time here good job man hopefully you guys are enjoying this we've got 700 people on here um so thank you guys for tuning in to sunday service 700 people bro 700 people watching you, bro. What did you do today, by the way? I went skiing. We uh, we stayed in Flagstaff last night, and then we skied for like six hours today and then drove home, and I immediately walked in the door, jumped in the shower, and hopped on Sunday service. So Wow, dog. I bet you're tired. I am very tired, but it, I'm so happy to be here. Wow. What did you do today? Tried to get this baby to come out, dog. We we walked. We went all the to, walks. I was dying. I Me and I were just laughing. <laughs> so we, Laura, I, I did a Zoom with the sub two students this morning for like four hours, and 
my wife last night is like, let's go play golf. And, you know, we're a member at Mesa country club, but we haven't been in like seven months. Right. I, th you and I, we used to go a good amount, like a couple yeah. summers ago and then life just gets busy. And then I just get a bill from the men, the country club and we never go. So my wife's like, let's go to the country club and let's just walk the full 18 holes so I can get this baby to like get some motion coming. Right. So we get to the country club and it's packed like the overflow parking lot. And I was like, of course it is. It's the freaking Phoenix. It's the week of the Phoenix open Barrett Jackson, all the most amazing weather in Phoenix. Like this is the week you live in Phoenix that pays for everything else that we put up with. Right. 65 degrees. You can play golf in a hoodie and still be a little bit chilly. It's perfect. And we get there, my wife, it's packed. We didn't make a tea time because normally at our country club, we don't make a tea time. You just walk in, hey, we want to jump out. They send you out on tea box number one. It's easy, but it's packed weather, right? So what do we do? We head over to the Phoenix Zoo. We walk around the zoo for like two or three hours. My wife is whatever. Then she goes, all right, let's go home. So we basically jumped on the trampoline for like two or three hours trying to get this baby to freaking come out. And I don't, <laughs> I don't know what she's doing now. I think she was doing... Um, squats while my baby was in the in the hot tub for like the last hour or so so oh she's my just, gosh so basically right after this live here in 25 minutes i'm gonna go upstairs and hopefully i'm getting laid and that's it because apparently that works as well so um yeah we're super excited about it it's good that's that was my whole day <laughs> basically so um, i did spend two hours working on my calendar um trying to set out my whole week you know how important planning yep. is Yep. Bro, I so I have to tell you a couple things. This is really interesting. Do you does anybody have to tell you what to do like step by step by step usually in your life or do you just kind of figure it out naturally? <laughs> just figure it out. Okay. So I that's kind of my tendency too, right? Like my tendency is like anti 9 to 5 job, don't tell me what to do. I'm not going to be stuck in traffic going to a 9 to 5 job with everybody else looking at each other, picking each other's nose on the way to the, you know, morning commute. And this morning I had a student that was just like every time I would tell him one little step, he would write it down. I was like, "Oh, damn. Like you're writing this down." And they're like, "Well, yeah, I need to know exactly step by step by step what to do." I was like, "Oh, shit." And then I had this epiphany of like people who have had nothing but a nine to five job their whole life have been conditioned to literally do only what they're told. And when they want to venture into real estate or being their own boss and an entrepreneur, the hardest thing for them is truly the mindset of figuring out I can create something without somebody telling me literally go do this go do that, go do this, don't do this until you do that. That is literally, it's, they're poisoned. Their brain has been poisoned by the nine to five world. And I didn't, the epiphany came in today. I, I've always known this, but it wasn't until I saw so many people getting value by this step-by-step -step plan and then giving somebody homework for a week. They literally just go, Okay, great. I'm just going to do that one thing. I'll come back. I'll do that one thing and I'll come back. I'll do that one thing and I'll come back. So guys, I'm seriously, I'm so sorry. I'm going to break down so much stuff in homework form. And I'm only going to give one piece of advice to anybody that ever asked me is I'm going to say, this is your next step. Return and report. Don't ask me anything else. You have one question. I'm going to answer it, come back. I'm going to give you homework and you come back. I'll give you another piece of homework because we got to recondition you against the bullshit and the mindset that the nine to five jobs have conditioned you. I mean, think about it, bro. They tell you when to clock in, when to clock out, when, what road to drive, basically. Like you're, yeah. li you're living in the matrix. I mean, honestly, it's like Juan was saying it here. It's like, that's what school does is like train you to go to work. I mean, it's like blocking out everything and telling you exactly what to do, when to do it. And I think that's, I mean, in a way that's with what we've done with the different businesses that we've had is like, we hate that so much that even the the team members that work for our different companies, we don't really have that of like, you need to be here at this exact moment and you need to be doing this for every single hour of the day. It's just like, hey, we have these targets and these goals as a company and each role has different goals and targets to hit. I don't care if you're doing that at 7 a.m., 10 a.m., 1 p.m., 
8 p.m. As long as those targets and goals are being met, great. That's that's what we're looking for. And I think that's you know with where a lot of people get trained that way through school and then you know through maybe some of their first jobs that they've ever had and they're just so used to have that conditioning of doing that same you know being told exactly what to do it's like you have to be able to break out of that especially if you want to you know grow into an entrepreneur investor and actually have a real business because as the business owner you you got to figure it out like you're just Every single day when there's a challenge that comes up that you've never faced before, okay, what what do I do with this? Do you know? And I go through like a process of like, okay, in my head, if there's a challenge that I don't know how to overcome, the first thing I think of is like, okay, could I spend some time thinking on this and like seeing how I can like strategize a solution to this? Okay, if I can't figure it out on my own, who do I know that would know the answer to this? Or who do I know that would know a person that knows the answer to this? And how do I get in touch with them? And how do I bring them value in some way that I can get the answer to that to then be able to get to that end goal or end answer of the figure it out of this thing that I'm trying to figure out? And I think that's more people need that. Well, you know, this is a tough thing because we want our culture and our business to be that very specific, you know, we don't care what hours you work, when you do this, when you do that, da, 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 da. but we have a lot of employees that fail, even though they're amazing people, they fail in our specific structure because they're not used to the freedom of a business like ours. And so they either A, reject that. Or B, they go off the deep end and it's like they don't work for four days at a time. You're like, oh, wait, we didn't say don't work. We said you need to get your job done, but we don't care what time you show up and what time you leave. Like, yes. it doesn't mean literally don't work. <laughs> so it, it is challenging. We had this conversation <laughs> a couple months ago. I was like, Cody, we have to come up with like literally step by step by step processes for some of these employees because they're struggling to survive because they're like, I know the goal. Like if Co- if I told Cody, hey, the goal is to do this, and I, it's like a high-level goal, like, hey, let's take our wholesale business from $150,000 a month to $300,000 a month. Cody would basically reverse engineer, reverse engineer that and go, okay, let's amplify and let's go make the decisions, right? But other people, if you give them all the way down to like, okay, your job is to be in dispositions. Where we've really failed was like Ashley in dispositions. It was like, um, okay, go figure it out. Like here's some videos yep. and here's some stuff, go figure it out. And you and I both learned like people literally need to plug in to daily training. One thing they need to learn, one thing a day. And maybe sometimes the thing is so big, it takes them a week to learn and it yep. takes them a couple of months to screw up, screw up, screw up, screw up that you're like, okay, finally at month two, you're actually ready to operate at your fullest potential. And that's a big challenge, guys. So when you're running into this business, it's vital. It's critical for you guys to be in the Creative Finance with Pace Mori Facebook group. It's vital for you guys to be networking in Sunday service and be around more and more people with that same energy of, hey, I'm trying to get better and I need to be around those people, okay? I'm at breakfast the other morning, bro. Breakfast, right? With like um, Cody Sperber, Dave Allred, um, Aaron Wagner, um, Steve Harward, Jamil Damji, a couple of other people. Some of these guys are like not huge influencers, right? But they're all worth probably 20 to $100 million. And Aaron Wagner says one thing, just one thing that unlocks a door in my brain that I didn't even know a, that, that there was a door for. And I'm sitting here going, this having this breakfast in this location and being around these people just made... Cody and I probably $5 million over the next couple of years with this new opportunity that I just learned about that I wasn't privy to because I was around the wrong people or I needed to elevate the, the, the social circle I was around because now I was finally ready for it. So guys, the social circle that most people are hanging around are making the exact amount of money you're making right now. Think about it, right? The people you're hanging out with, are let, let's say you're making 80 grand, guess what I can guarantee that your friends are making between 70 and 90 grand. That's it. It's so simple. You got to be around people doing deals. You got to be around people making money. You want to make, Cody, you want to make $20 million a year? Guess what we got to do? We got to go hang out with people that are making $20 million a year. Yep. 
That's the, isn't that the craziest, most simple solution? Yeah, I mean, it's 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 like it, it's the average of everything, you know. Like you look at health, like the average of the people you're spending the time around. Your health is pretty similar. Your finances are going to be pretty similar. I mean, everything is going to be pretty similar. So it's that that's something that has to be audited, you know, regularly and like intentionally, like getting into new circles. Like, that's why we both join masterminds. Like, I just signed up for a new mastermind last week. I mean, that's why we get involved in those groups because we're recognizing where I'm at now is great and the direction we're going is also great. But what would be even better would be getting into some circles of other people that are doing even higher level things so that what we're doing that we think is great starts to shrink a little bit and starts making us think a little bit bigger like, wow, like maybe I was thinking smaller about this than I actually thought I was now because I talked to this person that is, you know, making $16 million last year. It's like, it makes you just start to think different. And your belief level of things start to change too. I mean, if you only hang around people that are, you know, that are earning a certain amount of income or, you know, their health is a certain way or whatever area of life, you're going to believe that that is as good as it can get for you because that is what your normal environment is. Like one of the things that I look at consistently is, you know, even elevating and it's like, you know, getting a new car, like getting something that's like a next level. I've been telling myself in my head, like, this is natural. This is normal for such a long time that then when it eventually happens, it does feel natural and it feels normal to, you know, live in a nice house or drive a nice car, have a great business. It's like, no, this is, this is to be expected because that's what you start to, you know, ingrain in your own mental beliefs. Yeah. That's a, that's an interesting thing. Even when I bought this house, I'm currently living in right. 11,000 yeah. square feet guest <laughs> house. That's bigger than most people's main houses. Like literally the guest house is 2,500 square feet, four bed, three bath. Right. <laughs> And yep. so like that guest house is bigger than most people's main houses. And when I bought it, I was like, it's too much, too much, too much. And then today I was walking through the house and I go, I finally feel like this is my home. And I now finally feel comfortable here. And I finally feel like I deserve this. And guys, like, it's the same thing when Cody and I started doing deals. And when Cody and I started opening up other businesses or when we owned a title company, it was like, really interesting and weird to say out of your mouth, we own part of a title company until now it's like, that's not good enough. We own, we need to own 25. And so you need to be making these moves and being around these people, having these conversations. So somebody put on the screen a little bit ago, um, I took it down on accident um, or Cody put it, took it down on accident because we wanted to make sure we shared the air meet link with you guys. Um, and they made a comment, they go, are we still talking about JV joint venture? I would say we are like when you're networking with people that are higher level than you, isn't that literally what you're doing is you're joint venturing with people. We're giving you advice to make sure that you guys are squatting up with each other. You guys are networking with each other in Facebook groups. You guys are joining groups together. It's how you meet people that are like-minded. It's how you actually end up doing joint venture deals. Okay. So let, let's give, let's give the people some homework. Let's give the nine to fivers who are like, yo, um, I don't know what to do. I know this is really good information, but I don't know what to do. Like, tell me what to do. Tell me physically what to do. In fact, Cody, would you please fly to my house and knock on my door and just put me in your car and like take me to do the thing? Because I don't, even though you're going to give me the best advice and I'm going to write down the notes, I'm still not going to take the action. So let's like give people some simple step, not even step by step. We're going to give you one step because it's sometimes some people in here, that's all you can do is literally one step. Okay. Cause you'll overthink it. And if we go, Hey, go find some guy in your town. You know, what you'll do is you'll go, well, what about a girl? Like, is it okay if I go JV with a girl? Oh, gosh. You said, you'll, no, I'm, Am I joking? No, you're not joking. You're going to be like, well, there's actually also, you know, women that do this and there's actually older people that do this and younger people. And it's turned into this whole thing of like, debating the advice. And it's those like, are literally the people I don't run into in rooms full of 20 millionaires and 30 millionaires and 40 millionaires. None of those people are asking those kind of questions. No. <laughs> Guys, we're going to give you one step tonight. Just one step. Do yourself a favor and don't question it. If I say guys, gals, 
dudes, whatever. Literally, people will pick that apart. So <laughs> that's the challenge with doing a free podcast is there's so many people have mindset issues that you guys got to work on some of those. So um, yeah. one thing, be one thing be before we go into homework, guys, in the side chat, I'm giving you an air meet for a lot of people who are well over 750 live viewers tonight. So thank you so much. Um, with the live viewers tonight, Cody, I'm going to take a screenshot just real quick. Will you please look at your camera? Okay, perfect. I, that, damn, that looks so good. Hold on. This, I'm going to text this to you. That's really good. Was it the um, funny face? Or yeah, is it's really, face? really good. So with the 750 people that are currently in the live tonight, make sure you take action on that air meet. What we're going to be doing is my wife, who finds about 20 deals a year for Cody and I in less than 10 hours a month with no money, doesn't cost her any money. She doesn't generate leads. She represents as a, us as a buyer and she goes out and finds deals for us. Laura's going to show you guys how to do that on March 6th. Okay. So on March 6th, Laura's going to do that for free. We we've never charged Cody. Have we ever charged for an air meet? No. Okay. So for people that don't know what air meet is air meet is a software. It's called airmeet.com. Look in the side chat. I've posted the link multiple times. Somebody will say, where's the link? You just know it. Um, and I want you guys to make sure that you click on the air meet and you register, register for that event. We have done probably six or seven very amazing, unbelievable air meets in the last year. Why do we use air meet? Well, because when we're on YouTube live, like we are right now, it's really challenging to get people from the comments to come onto the stage and actually speak with us inside of air meet. AirMeet is a little bit more intimate where we can pull people on. They can raise their hand. You can't do that on YouTube Live. You can't raise your hand and say, hey, I have a question. Pull me on the stage. AirMeet allows you to do that. And so that is why we're using AirMeet, okay? Because you know somebody's going to ask that question. Why are you using AirMeet? Why not use YouTube Live? Why not use Facebook Live? Because we're professionals and we know our shit. That's why, okay? We've done the tests. We've spent the money. We have done the work to know exactly what we want to do, Okay. The last time we did an air meet, I literally, my eyes rolled in my, the back of my head so hard. They actually did a full 360 rotation because people would criticize that we were doing it on air meet. Guys, it doesn't cost you any money to register for air meet. We don't hit you up for any products in the air meet. It's a product that we spend money for. It's software that we can do these lives on. We know our shit. Please do not tell me that I should use YouTube Live. It doesn't allow you to raise your hand. It doesn't allow me to bring you on the stage. It doesn't allow for an intimate conversation between the two, the folks. And it doesn't allow you guys to network with each other in, in individual groups. Do not criticize my free shit, okay? There's always some knucklehead, usually an Android user, that's going to talk some shit about an air because they think we should be doing it on Facebook Live, Okay. So there you go. There you go. Facebook user says Robert Allen air meet was amazing. There you go. We're going to be doing another air meet. The link is right here in the side chat. Okay. Um, Airmeet.com forward slash whatever the heck it is. It's a free thing. And my wife, Laura Morby, who finds us about 20 deals a month. Isn't it amazing how long I have to belabor this point? A year, a year. Uh, yeah. For a year. Someone else is going to comment on that. So I just made sure I did before someone else did. Oh, yeah. yeah thank you. <laughs> um, so my wife, who's going to who finds us 20 deals a year um, for about 10 hours a month is going to come in and show my child, Asher, how to find us a deal. And I will guarantee you guys, I will freaking guarantee you guys that my wife will find a deal for our company in less than two hours on a live air meet. And if she doesn't, I will pay somebody in the audience $1,000 as long as they're not an Android user. Okay. Now, let's give people some freaking homework. What is one thing, if I'm trying to joint venture, what's the one thing I should do this week that I should go do, take this action? What can I do? I have a couple ideas, but I, I, I almost want to put it on mute and and not let anybody hear what we have to say. Cause you want me to throw out my idea first and you can tell me yeah. if you agree. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Let's hear Here's my idea. idea. 
if I'm trying to joint venture, meaning I need to plug into somebody else and I need to work for them, I need to network with them, here's what I would do. One thing, because we're going to be on here for another 10, 15 minutes as we give away these last, these, these iPhones. Here's what I would do. Introduce yourself right now in the comments. And I want you to say whether you are a student or a non-student, okay? I want you to say, my name is Pace Morby. I'm a student and I'm, I'm hiring acquisition people in this market. If you're, if you're not a student, say, my name is Tom. I'm not a student and I need help willing to work for somebody else. I want you guys to introduce each other, or introduce yourself right now in the side comments. And the only thing I want you to do is I want you to make a determination to find one person out of all the introductions, make one introduction and have a conversation offline, get each other's contact information, have one conversation this week with somebody else. That's your only homework. Okay. That's your only homework. I didn't say man. I didn't say woman. A person, okay? Have one conversation this week. Now, somebody's going to ask the, you know what somebody's going to ask? I go, <laughs> does a conversation mean that I have to get on the phone or can I do it through text or email? Guys, professionals get on the phone, okay? Professionals get on the phone. Introduce yourself. Give your phone number away. Let people have ways to connect with you. Let's get some connections going in here. The only thing I want you to do is connect with one person on a phone call from the side chats, okay? That's it. One person from the, the side chat, okay? Um, drop your contact information because you guys need to be connecting with each other. Mamadou, you need to be putting your contact information in there or your Instagram name so you guys can DM each other. If it was me in there, you know I'd put my phone number in there. You know how you know how Cody and I linked up is I gave my phone number away on a live podcast. Cody called me or Cody texted me. We got on a phone call. We connected and we ended up making millions of dollars together. And life is pretty good right now. I mean, shit, Cody went freaking skiing for six hours today. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like balling out of control. I'm not even going to okay. add any more homework to that because then it's going to confuse people into analysis paralysis. Yep. That's it. That's your only homework. Have one conversation this week. Okay. Have one conversation this week. And here's the thing is a lot of people are not following instructions. How can I, Myron says, what's your advice? Don't give your advice, bro. There is, say, tell people you don't have advice. No advice tonight, guys. There you go. He doesn't have a thing. He deleted it. It never actually, it never existed. Cause if you tell people it existed, you'll get a DM in four days and they'll go, Hey man, I can't sleep at night. I need to know what was your advice. I get that all the time. I had this, I had this live you and I did like six months ago. I go, all right, the top five things. And I only got through four of them. And I no joke had like a hundred people DM me go, dude, I, I need that fifth. What's that fifth thing? I'm like, did you finish the first four? They're like, no, but I need that fifth thing. Like do the other four and I'll tell you what the fifth one is. And then none of nobody ever DM me ever again. So guys, put your information in the side chat in a way that is meaningful and people can see it and they can reach out to you. Don't just say, my name is Pace. Oh my word, guys, be a professional. My name is Pace Morby. I live in Phoenix, Arizona. My phone number is this. I am a student or a non-student. I can help you with this or whatever. Reach out to me. Give people a way to connect with you, not just your name. All right? Hot damn. <laughs> All right. 775 people. Um, uh, Kelly really wants us to hit on JV splits and agreements. No, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that tonight. I want to, what I want to do is I want people to have their homework to communicate with one person this week. That's your homework. You do not deserve us to talk about JV um, paperwork and splits. Next week, we will talk about paperwork and splits. How dare you try and learn about joint venture shit if you've never even communicated with somebody else other than in a side chat. Get on the phone with somebody this week and we will then give you some massive value. Hot damn. You guys need to 
I will. We will make sure you guys have JV paperwork next week. We will actually give you paperwork. Nothing gets people salivating more than a, a free contract and a free something. <laughs> we will get you some free shit next week. <laughs> okay? But you need to come back to us and say, I did my homework. Okay? We will give you guys the splits and how, how a JV agreement should work. Free contracts, yes. Dennis Yasko, he get he knows he knows the vibe. He's like, wait. He says, uh, um, yeah, man. Free contracts. Can I get a script too? <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Actually, we will give you a script next week. We'll give you a script. We'll give you uh, a JV contract. So when you're working with somebody, there's expectations, <laughs> and we'll even write the splits of like, if you do this, you deserve 30% of the deal. If you do this, you do 40% of the deal. If you do this, you get 70% of the deal. We will break that down to a point where you guys can understand it and give you guys a contract. Kelly, if I give them, if I go into any depth, people will get lost. Who in here is committed? Who in here is committed to having one conversation with somebody other than the side chat this coming week. And then next Sunday, same time, Arizona time, 7 p.m., I will guarantee I have a brand new baby. And I will also guarantee that we will give out JV contracts, <laughs> JV scripts, and JV splits. All right. Now, what I remembered is that last week we had a conversation of about the people who are going to win the iPhones are the people who have, where's Kelly? Is she in here? Hold on. Let me call Kelly. I think she's watching live, but I'm not sure. It's like 10 o'clock her time. Let me see. I'm going to call her. It's 10 o'clock at night. I'm a horrible boss. I'm going to call her. I'm a horrible boss. You hear yourself in the background? Yeah, I'm a horrible boss. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you know who the two winners are? Because we uh, we said that the winners of this would be the two people who invited the most to the Facebook group. I don't have a winner for you. I'm so sorry. Okay, so here's what we're going to do then. I want you to pull up the data, and we're going to post in the Facebook group tomorrow morning who the winners of the iPhones are. And that's how that's how they'll find out. So go to the face. Well, everybody will have to go to the Facebook group. Got it. Okay, bye. Hi, babe. Okay, so the winners of the iPhones are going to be posted in the Facebook group tomorrow. Here's what I, I'm going to suggest to you guys. Okay, check this out. For you knuckleheads that have not done um, the homework on this, I almost re am reluctant to give people another chance to win these iPhones because then it's like too much work for people to do. Um, and the people can't do two things at the same time. Somebody made a joke earlier. They're like, people can't chew gum and walk at the same time sometimes. All right, guys. So here's our Facebook group. Look at this disgusting beard, by the way. Who <laughs> thought that was a good idea? That's gross. Okay. So we've got uh, 40,000 members right now. What I would do is you guys go to this invite button right here. And we're, what we're doing is we're giving away two iPhones to the people who invite the most members to the group. So you can go in here and you can invite by friends or invite by email. Tomorrow morning, I'm going to have Kelly go through um, at noon Eastern time. We're going to make a post in here and we're going to say the names of the people who have invited the most people to this Facebook group in the last um, week. I'm going to give you guys the link. Here's the link right here. For any of you guys that are not actually in the Facebook group, there's the link. Facebook.com forward slash groups, forward slash creative finance with Pace Morby. Go in there, make sure you have actually invited people, the people who invite the most, the two top people that invite, invite the most, most of their friends will be the iPhone winners, okay? Um, check this out. Julie says, my name is Julie. I have no experience in this, but crazy to learn to find deals and JV. I live in rural Arizona in winter, but have time and motivation to learn as a volunteer. 208-741-0213. Please message first because I get tons of scam calls. Um, so people, everybody, put your contact information in the side chat. That's your homework for the week. Next week, Cody and I will be um, 
talking about JV agreements and splits of exactly how to work with each other and what that all looks like, okay? Make sure you are inviting people to the Facebook group so that that can grow. We have more people to do JV deals with. And tomorrow at 12 Eastern time, we will be giving away two iPhones. And the topic of next week will be an in-depth breakdown of exactly how to financially structure your joint ventures with other people, both students, non-students, and otherwise. Cody, what else do you have to say tonight, brother? Man, it's exciting stuff. I would just say, take action on that one simple step that you can do. And that's how anything great gets started. It's by taking a small step, getting things moving forward. And then you could take the next step from there until you start building something that actually has some foundation to it. Um, but with that, you know, for those of you that didn't know, we are on Spotify and iTunes. So you can listen to Sunday service on there and invite your friends next week. We're always looking to continue to grow the podcast and be able to impact more and more people. We're so happy to have you here. Pace, anything else you got? Cody, you're the best. Later. Later.